Hello and welcome to the ETOF 2-1 Sports Podcast for May 13th. How is everyone doing today? My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOF 2-1 Sports. You can find my work on Twitter at ETOF 2-1. Also, you can find my work on Instagram at ETOF 2-1 Sports underscore. Wow. Can we believe what happened last week at the Kentucky Derby? It was a crazy one. And my boy, Uncle Brad, who taught me everything I knew, he scored big, but unfortunately... I did not. You win some, you lose some. On to this weekend. We have a good podcast today. Um, We have my boy, XFL Jim. He's going to come on. We're going to be talking about who to bet and what's going on in the USFL. And Brandon comes on and we talk about who to bet for the Kansas race. But before we jump into all that, I got to say, look out for me on BTV. Every day when there's an NBA game, I will be on there telling you who to bet for the NBA playoffs. Also, we will have an UFC show that comes out about 3 o'clock every Saturday. There's a UFC card. Myself, Kyle, and Leo will be hopping in talking UFC. And newly announced, Brandon, Brian, We'll be doing a NASCAR show for BTV, so look out for me that. And also, I'd like to thank my girls over at Dresses, Salt, and Pretzels, Misty, Miss El Paso, and Elena. They're going to be having me on, doing a segment on their show every Tuesday with a little bet of the week. So I'm really looking forward to that. But let's jump into this show. Can we believe what's going on in the NBA playoffs? These NBA playoffs are absolutely crazy they've been entertaining but there's a couple things i need to talk about the first thing is the golden state warriors what the hell is going on with the golden state warriors well a no steve kerr no steve kerr means no leadership they're silly with the turnovers and that's always been an issue but anytime they got sloppy with the ball with the turnovers with the little showboating that they do kerr would take a timeout and he would demand them to be better mike brown he doesn't have the same command of the room That Steve Kerr does. He allows a little bit more to slip. And we saw that they got completely stomped in the face. And if Kerr was there, I guarantee that Draymond Green would not be waving that towel to hit that trick. Are you kidding me? You're losing by 50 points and you're on the motherfucking sidelines waving a towel to hit that trick? Come on. Huge game tonight. Make sure, well, this is going to come out the... The podcast will already have dropped. I'm on the Grizzlies tonight. I'm on the Adams over. I think the Grizzlies get it done. I am so looking forward to them shocking the world and coming back from this 3-1 to deficit to hopefully win the series. You can also bet a little plus 670 on them to win the series in a good hedging position. Nextly, my Bucks. I've said it. The thing with playing the Bucks is it's just you're swimming with sharks. When you're swimming with sharks, over time, all those body blows add up and that's what that's what's happened to the celtics body blow after body blow after body blow after body blow after body blow because of all these body blows they're not playing well their level has dropped they're tired they're fatigued wesley matthews leaning on tatum i like the bucks tonight should be a great game but i think the bucks get it done next series i mean philadelphia they have some huge 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 holes Going in this offseason, will Embiid leave? What are they going to do with the Harden contract? I honestly, I don't know what they're going to do. Rumor is Doc is coming back. I don't think that's the best move. But he has such a big buyout, you kind of have to bring him back. Lastly, now we're going to look at the Suns. I mean, I don't understand why the Suns don't give the Aiken the ball more. They should be pounding the ball 
inside with Aiken more and more and more. So I don't know. It should be a great game seven. I have a sneaky play in that game. So make sure to check me out Sunday on BTV with my boy Gino. But that's on Sunday. So let's jump right into the podcast. It's Thursday. It's 10 p.m. Central Time. It's XFL After Dark with X. Oh, sorry. USFL After Dark with XFL Jim. Sorry, dude. I was jumping the gun, my man. Oh, you're good. You're good. Well, that'll be next year. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, so entertaining week last week for the most part. Um, The Maulers covered, which was probably the sexiest thing in the world. It's However, like every other week they do it. It's it's one of those trends. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this week they're going to get destroyed. Next week they're going to cover. Not, not win, though. No, I, I mean, I really hope they win this week. This is like their best opportunity. The Gamblers are as bad of an offense as we've seen. They have a new quarterback. I don't know what's going on. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a Maulers fan now. Now, I do owe you an apology. Um, I did go to the the Mariano's here, which is the grocery store out here where I live. Believe it or not, they had no Bush Light. That's insane. Uh, but. Not that insane because my local grocery store was also out when I went to look. So we may have to see, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do it for next week. Um, if that's not there, then we'll have to graduate with, like, do they still make Red Dog? I just bought a six-pack of Schlitz. Hey, you know what? Next next week, if they don't have any Red Dog, I'll get me some Schlitz. There we go. Lock it out, dude. Um, so let's... Let's just go through your um, – How were there any big movers in your power rankings this week? Not terribly. So the Stallions are still firmly on top. They're the only undefeated team. And then it, there's kind of like a hierarchy where it's the Stallions, the Breakers, and the Generals. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Stars. And then there's kind of everybody. I'd maybe throw Tampa like right below the Stars. They're kind of in that tier. And then everybody else. Now we talked about it. Um, earlier today on Spring Fever. For those that don't know, every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, Jim and I are going to be talking some spring football and spring fever over on BTV. We're going to be talking about um, US, USFL, X League, which I've never even heard of before. It's amazing. Um, seven on seven league, European football, um, Canadian football. And Jim, I'm going to tell you this, dude. There's some stuff I'm in the closet with. There's nothing I like better on a warm Friday night than than cozying up on my my sofa and watching a little Canadian Football League. I do love some nice CFL. I mean. It's it's very fun. So, um, and then we talked uh, the fan-controlled league. Yeah. There's one other league I met, the one with Glanville. That's what I'm missing. I'm sorry. Oh, MLFB, Major League Football. So, you know, we um, you know, we cover it all. So if you guys like football, come hang out with Jim and I. You know, we're gonna talk a little pig spin. We're also gonna be doing some um college football previews, which I'm ecstatic about. And I'm not gonna lie, when I sent you the text message and you said we're gonna start out with the Mac. Got a little excited, if you know what I mean. Oh, I'm very, very got, excited. Got a little excited. So Jim and I are going to be going week by week, um, you know, just breaking down conferences, give you guys some betting ideas, our 
outlooks for the teams, who's coming back, everything like that. And that's going to start beginning of June. So I'm really looking forward to that. But you guys are here to talk USFL. That was a little preview because Jim and I are, are going to be spending a lot of quality time together, which I'm really looking forward to. A little QT. Um, so my big question to you is, you you said how there's like divisions and Tampa's kind of like in that middle tier. Yeah. Do you think they could figure it out, sneak in up to second place so they make the playoffs? Or is it is it pretty much just a foregone conclusion it's going to be the Stallions and Breakers? There's a chance in the South that they could, but I feel like when we saw them against the Breakers with how the Breakers handled them, it's not likely to happen. Like, maybe, maybe if they play again, they could beat the Stallions. Yeah. But... I just I don't see them getting the wins possible. Like this this league more than any other seems to have like the four playoff teams kind of locked in. Like these are the top teams and they've kind of separated themselves at this point. Now in terms of No, we I mean if the Maulers don't win this week, they're not going to win at all, are they? I think they play the Gamblers one more time. I think everybody okay. plays each other twice. I'm not exactly sure cuz there's only 10 weeks. Yeah. There's always a chance. I have to hope. I have to pray. Um, can, you, can you, off the top of your head, can you guess how many points the Maulers have scored this year? Maybe, maybe they score like 82 the entire season. Points for 39. Oh, like how many they've scored so far? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought I was going for the whole year. My bad. Yeah, I would have said something around 40. Yeah. I mean, that's that's less than 10 per game. Yeah, they're real bad. Their <laughs> offense is real, real bad. Now, my Michigan Panthers, you talked about it earlier tonight. Is there a quarterback competition going on? Like, what what's what's going to happen in the quarterback room? Is Lynch just done? Is I think – Shane I think, Patterson just done. Is Love going to take over? What What's going to happen? So they picked up jo- Josh Love. They picked up Josh Love from the Maulers in, uh, uh, on waivers. I I do think Shea Patterson is probably done. Not Shea Patterson. I think Paxton Lynch is probably done just based off of injury. Maybe he comes back like later in the year. Okay. But I, I doubt it at this point. He's probably just going to sit out. Shea Patterson, either he A, gets better because of the competition, or B, he's done. And Josh Love is just the guy. And another Michigan team making a shitty top overall pick. Just the history. The history continues, but hey, at least it wasn't a wide receiver this, t- this exactly. time. Exactly. At least you didn't, so. at least you had to pick a quarterback. So we got some interesting games this week. You know, you and I have been, you in particular, have been murdering. Just absolutely murdering these lines. Um, we're going with our friends bet online today. Um, the first game. We have the Michigan Panthers who are getting two with an over under of 33 and a half. You know what my friend uh, Coach Taylor says? Clear eyes, full hearts can't lose on Friday Night Lights, my friend. This this week's tough. This I'm going to I'm going to just come out and say it. there's a couple games that I had a really tough time with. This Michigan Tampa game it really comes down to I just trust Tampa's offense more. Both special teams are pretty bad. 
no matter who Michigan puts out there, I just don't trust that offense, especially with Jeff Fisher as the head coach still, to really get much done. I'll take the two with Tampa. Yeah. I and I'm going like to roll with the under, though. Yeah, because both these teams, especially Michigan, elite, elite defense. Good defenses. Michigan, for sure, like one of the better defenses in the league, which has made the, had this offensive output even more disappointing. But, yeah, I'm going to roll the under. I'm going to roll Tampa Bay minus the two. I might even do like a little money line parlay for all the teams. I don't know. I love it. Are you going to do a little round robin? A little round robin money line parlay? I might. Anything's on the table. So you're, we're looking here. I totally agree with you. I'm going to take the Panthers. I cannot take anything with um with the pan. I sorry. I'm going to take the Bandits. I cannot take the Panthers with how shitty their field goal kicker is. I just yeah. Think special teams are really bad for both these teams. The yeah. kicker the kicking situation is not great for either team. Um, I I I just can't with this Michigan offense. I can't. I just yeah. cannot get behind them whatsoever. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to take the two, two. So we're going to be on Tampa Bay minus two. You like the under? That's tough. That's a really low total. That's such a low number. And with how Michigan's defense is, like maybe they get a turnover. I could honestly see like a 13-7. That's how, that's, I believe that's like a very viable, realistic score in this game. You know, I think I'm going to pass. Not not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. I hate doing it. I just hate I hate being that guy. But I think I'm just gonna take the bandits and then I'll just pass on the over under. Jim has the under 33 and a half. I have the and we both have the minus two. Next game. I think I think I feel a little bet coming on here, my friend. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. The breakers and the generals. Generals getting three over under of 37 and a half. What say you, my friend? I have flip-flopped on this all week. This is a, just like the last one. This is a hard spread. This is a very hard one. These are both pretty good teams. I'm going to roll with the Breakers minus the three. I think Kyle Slaughter is getting better every week. I think that injury is kind of healing up. I think he had his worst game last week. So they're primed for a good bounce back. He had like way more turnovers than what we're used to. The only thing that kind of makes me hesitant is this general's run defense is the best in the league, and their run offense is also the best in the league. And what we've seen is teams that can rush and defend the rush are really, really, really good. There's value on that general's money line, but I'm going to take the breakers minus three. I think they're the better all-around team, and I like their kicking situation a hell of a lot better. We have our first disagreement of the show, and, you know, this is going to be – the Bushlight bet number two or Schlitz, whatever, whatever it is. I'm going with the Generals plus the three. I like the running game. I think they're going to play the mobile quarterback whose name I'm spacing on. Off the DeAndre top of Johnson, baby. Yep. I think they're going to play him a lot more this game. Um, just I, I, I don't know. Mike Riley's done the dual quarterback thing every week. He consistently says he's going to do it throughout the season. I At this point, I'm trusting him at his word. I'm going to take the three. I, I like for the points you said, because good run defense, good run game. I can't fault you. I could very, this could be like a one point game. I just think the breakers are definitively, in my opinion, the most talented team. And I think they, they're going to throughout the season. They're going to prove that. 
over under 37. Uh, I think this gets a little pass heavy for the breakers. I'm going to roll with the over here. I like the over here too. I like the over here too. Cause I don't, I think the breakers are going to be able to move the ball through the air. Excuse me. And the generals are going to be able to um, move the ball on the ground. Um, so yeah, I like, I like the generals. Jim likes the breakers. We both have the over 37 and a half. Next game. Whew. Sitting at five and a half. Ooh. We got the Stallions Ooh. against the Stars. Over under 36. And I'm going to say it right now. I'm taking the Stars. You know what? I, I feel like these numbers shouldn't be this big. No, five and a half is insane to me. I think the Stallions win, but the Stars cover the plus five and a half, and I'm also going to roll with the over. I think I've taken the over in every Stars game so far. I'm going to stick with that. Their defense is not fantastic. The Stallions can always have, like, a second-half surge, like they've done many, many times. And I think this is get, this gets pointsy. I, I, both defenses not fantastic. Um, both passing games pretty good, and the Stallions just have something magical about them. I'm going to take the Stallions to win, but the Stars cover that five and a half. Now, my question is this. Is that quarterback Jahir, Jahir Smith? Did I say that right? Jamar, Jamar Smith. Jamar Smith. Is he going to play with his undisclosed? Illness? I think so. I, th- I think I read something that he's been practicing this last week, so I think okay. he plays. I think even with Alex Magoo, Magoo out there, I'm yeah. going to just keep calling him Magoo. I think even with him out there, they could still have a second half surge and get the win. That that home field advantage is something else. Um, yeah, because I mean it's they're it's, the only team that plays with a crowd. Yeah, and it, it's a huge advantage. And like you said, you made a great point. Um, when they do go up to Cannon, Ohio, the, the Stallions aren't going to have that home crowd. You know, going to be a great time to fade them and play the other team on the money line. Um, I'm going to take the stars here. It looks like we're going to have two Bush Light bets this week. No, I'm, I'm on the stars. I'm on the star. Are oh, you on the, on the stars, stars to win too. outright? I'm, I'm on bad. the plus five My and a half for sure. My bad. I, this screams over to me. Yeah, I'm over over city. I've taken the over in every single stars game, and that that trend is not stopping this week. Now, this is when old Uncle Rico is getting juicy. I'm taking the Maulers plus the five and a half. You know what? I'm taking the plus 210 too. Give it to I- me. I'm doing both of those as well. This is the Maulers' best chance to win this entire season. The Houston Gamblers look lost. That offense was the worst offense of the week last week. My only worry is the Maulers on odd weeks, they just don't perform. They just don't show up. They, just they don't, don't show up. I now, think they're going to they're gonna stick with Kyle Laletta, D2 legend Kyle Laletta out there at quarterback. I think – I obviously, I think the Maulers can cover this easily. Now – in terms of your coach rankings, are these the two worst coaches in the league right here? Maybe. I think Jeff Fisher's got to be up there, too. He's really bad. Kevin Sumlin, I don't know. We expect him to have a way better offense, and it's just not showing. It's not out there on the field. I would say they're definitely bottom three, bottom four. They're, like, bottom half for sure. And Kirby Wilson especially just seems way over his head. Now – Remember when someone was at AM and everyone thought he was the next offensive genius? Yeah. Uh, the good old days. I do remember that. And then they never won more than like nine games. <laughs> the good old days. The good old days. So just to review for everybody, 
Um, I'm on the under in that game too. Under 34, lock that you're, up. Oh, you're taking the under. Oh, yeah. Uh, my fault. My bad. My bad. So you got the under, the plus five, and the money line. Yeah, I'll take the money line on that. I need I need the win here because I don't know where another one might come. So let's do this. The Maulers win. We're going to order some Maulers gear. Okay. Okay. Maulers straight up win. We're going to take our winnings. We're going to order some Maulers gear. Um, Here, we're both taking the stars plus the five and a half. And then we're taking the over 36. I like, yeah, I like both those a lot. Uh, there's value in that money line too. If you like the stars quite a bit, I just don't see a team beating the Stallions at home. Now here is where we have our disagreement of the week. I'm taking the plus three. Jim is taking the minus three. And we're both going to be on the over of 37 and a half. Oh, yeah. Here, I am passing. I'm using my pass of the week. Jim is taking the under 33 and a half. And we're both taking the minus two. Yes, sir. That is what we're doing for USFL this week. Excuse me. Um, If you want to get cheeky, and it's a very distinct possibility, you could take like all the dogs on the money line, and that wouldn't be a bad move either, though. Like these, a lot of these games are really close. So, you know what? If you were to take all the dogs, let's just get a little juicy with it. Oh. Ooh. Oh, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, 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 can't, can't be, can't be stalling that, that in Intel. Um, so if you were to take the dogs, I mean, you're looking at a plus. I'm doing it real quick. I got it up for us. Uh, 47 to one. That's a parlay. I mean, that, that is what we call a juicy parlay. In the fucking business, a fucking juicy parlay and something I am totally going to be all about. Um, let me ask you this: so you know you're in the heartland of America. I need to ask you this because you know it's it's hot here in Chicago. You know what pisses me off? What? When I'm driving and you see these now, don't get me wrong. I love bikers. I have my Peloton behind me. You know, I'll, I'll get on it. I'll bike 20 miles on that. I'll get a good workout in. But when you get these guys that think they're goddamn Lance Armstrong, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're biking in the middle of the lane. Dude, I have no problem sharing the road with you, bro. But share it. But share. You're not, you're, you're, you're going like freaking 25. And it's like always like, and I don't mean to stereotype, the middle age overweight man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that's my pet peeve. They're right? wearing the whole get up. They're like hunched over. They got the helmet. They're all yeah. they got the gla- they got the goggles usually. Yeah. They're all they're all souped up. And yeah, those oh. guys are annoying. I'm all for bicyclists. Like people taking the bikes everywhere. Like this time of year, I only bike around town. Yeah. I but, I love I don't I love biking, like I said, but I share the road. I'm yeah, not share the, the road. Of, I'm not in the middle of the goddamn effing lane. I mean, that's just something that just pisses me the f off um so what are we cooking tonight jim uh i'm gonna be cooking some uh some argentinian steak with uh, i'm gonna be making a chimichurri along with it it's gonna be delicious and nutritious i hope so i'm hoping for nutrition um so like i said 
before this, Jim and I are on BTV um, doing Spring Fever, talking about Spring Football Leagues. Jim, you have the gymnasium over the weekend, which is great. You give a recap of the XFL. Jesus, I'm so excited for that. The USFL, everything going on. This week, I believe you guys are going to be jumping into your team-by-team breakdown. What team are you starting with first? So we've already done – we've done all of our – so the USFL, we're doing this the week weekly recaps, but we're also breaking down every single game of every single week of college football and the NFL, now with the NFL schedule out. So we already did week zero of college football, so now we're lining up week ones of the NFL and college football together every single game, every single week for both leagues. So, and then you, what other, What? because you do a lot, man. What, what other stuff do you have planned? So I got that. I have uh, I do a podcast with these guys from L.A. Uh, called Sports Hole. We just talk about the most random crazy shit. I just discovered P.O.R. Wrestling. I'm trying to get in contact with these guys who do backyard deathmatch wrestling. That's awesome. Oh. I want to I want to get in depth with them. And then I, I got my USFL like preview show where I go through all the spreads again. Uh, the final day spreads every Friday. And then I also set up a DraftKings lineup. Because uh, they're they're partnered with DraftKings, you could set a USFL DraftKings lineup, and then I just I got my USFL recaps every Tuesday. I recap the whole week. Now, you mentioned the NFL schedule. I don't know if you got a chance to take a look. What are your Dolphins going? I haven't actually looked at it yet, but I'm just going to flat out say I don't care what the Dolphins go; they're going to make the playoffs. They have to make the playoffs. You know what? I mean, I'm looking at it right now. New England at home, at Baltimore, Bills at home, at Bengals, at Jets, home against the Vikings. I'm calling one and five to start the season. I'm calling two. I'm calling two and five. They always somehow beat the Patriots. It's weird. Yeah, it is a little funky. It is. Oh, they play at the Bears, dude. Maybe, um, maybe old Uncle Jim will have to come out and hang Ooh. out with old Uncle Rico. Ooh. Up in Chicago, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know if the, I don't know if Chicago can handle me and you tearing the city up, though. I don't know if they could. It'd be fun, though. It would be a good time. Jim, thanks for coming on, my man. Always a pleasure. Look forward to talking to you next week. Make sure you guys are following Jim at XFL Jim on Twitch, Instagram, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all over Twitter, MySpace. You know, uh, that's. AOL.com, everything. All right, man. We'll talk next week, brother. Hell yeah. Guys, that was XFL Jim. He's on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Make sure you give my man a follow. Guy's content is the same. Guy knows his football. Guy knows his stuff. Make sure you please give my boy XFL Jim a follow. As always, we record every Thursday night live on my Twitch channel, so make sure you check that out. Also, XFL Jim and myself will be doing a conference preview for college football starting at the end, excuse me, the beginning of June, and I'm on his Spring Fever show where him and I talk everything football, every spring league. We have some fun, exciting stuff, so make sure you check that out. Now, it's everyone's favorite time of the podcast. Let's talk some NASCAR. It's Friday. You know what that means. Brandon stops on, and we talk a little NASCAR. Brandon, how are you doing today, my man? Stressed, anxious for tonight, worried about tonight. I had to deal with the elimination game with the Bees last night. Now, 
dealing with an elimination game for the season tonight. So focused on being able to talk NASCAR with you. I really don't want to talk Bucks with you. You're going to be there yeah, tonight. Mom, we, we want to talk Bucks. Not talk Bucks. Purely NASCAR. That works. Okay. So um, we're, they're running at Kansas. Yeah. Yep. Tell us, tell, tell everyone what, um, what you know about this track and how, how is it going to play? We're basically looking at a Las Vegas style race, uh, period. So a lot of the bets that you're going to hear us pick today are, I don't want to say mainly based off of Vegas because you still want to look at the consistency that drivers have had at Kansas. But um, the way this car is run and from what we've heard from some of the drivers is they're taking the, the, the style of setup, the car itself, and basing it off of what they did in March 6th, I believe, in uh, Las Vegas. Um, so you're going to have some low line. you got some high line. It's going to be one of those tracks where you're going to see different drivers running completely different setups, and they're still going to be faster than each other. So if you are looking at stuff, I definitely base most of your strategy this week off of what you saw from Vegas. Now, did you do any iRacing this week against anyone running in this track? No, I didn't. Um, I hadn't hit the sim this week at all, to be completely honest. Been traveling a little bit. Um, so I can't speak sim related, um, which hopefully when I get back to that, I'll be able to start providing you guys more feedback, at least what I'm feeling in the car that these guys are testing with and um, be able to hone in just a little bit more of the actual style of driving that we're going to see on a weekly basis. Now we're going to pull up the odds over at Bovada. Bovada. We're going to be using these bad boys, um, you know, just because they have some, you know, head to heads open. They have uh, to win. There is one head to head that's not listed that I'm going to lock in that I'm going to, I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, Kyle Larson, rightfully the uh, plus 550 favorite, your boy yep. Chase plus 800. Hamlin plus eight fifty. Um, I I truthfully feel that you can either play Kyle Bush or Ross Chastain at nine to one. Yes. I uh, me myself, I went with Chastain. As you mentioned before, Kansas, you know, plays plays the same as Vegas pretty much, and you have to look that Chastain he recorded the most laps inside the top top five at um at las vegas so i'm gonna take Chastain here i'm gonna take him at plus 900 what's had, uh what do you say, think he had a third place finish so i don't mind that at all he's been fast all year um he's he's won so i do like that i am gonna go just a little bit further down we're looking actually i'm gonna jump him first i'm looking at christopher bell at 22 to 1 if you're going to lock him in, I'd try to lock him in before tomorrow night's qualifying. He was very fast. He finished 10th. He loved the car. Um, he had a couple issues that prevented him, I think, from running in the front. He spoke about what he liked at Vegas and how he is comparing this car to be exactly like Vegas. They, they loved every aspect of the race except a couple mishaps. So at 22 to 1 and the confidence that he has going into this race, I like, I like God, Christopher Bell. You know, Christopher Bell is one of my plays to 22 to one. And it you hit on the head. He's there. May, when a team is making Instagram posts about yes. how much a driver likes a track and he's interviewing, saying how much he likes the track, he likes the track. 
Yes. Um, and I, I can't speak from a real car standpoint, but there are weeks on the sim that I get up on a Monday and see we're at a certain track, let's say like a Martinsville that I've never been good at. And I'm mad because I know all week I'm going to consistently be running a track that I'm not comfortable with. So to your point, when you have a driver and a team publicly coming out on social media on how much they can't wait to run this track, I'm honing in on that driver immediately. And I'm trying to grab him before qualifying even, even starts at those odds. Exactly. Exactly. Agree with you a hundred percent. So I'll skip over bell. Uh, my third guy. And I know I said I was, I'm, I was done with him. I know I said I was done. Here we go. But he's kind of like, he's morphing in to Davis mills. When I, when it came to betting football for me, like I just kept on betting the Texans week after week after week. You know, that's where I'm going. Martin Truex, 10 to one. Um, you know, if we're honest, if that caution didn't come and they would have stayed green in Las Vegas, he would have won that race. Let, let the caution came, you know, he went from second to six, totally cost him everything, had a bad restart, whatever stuff happens. And it's a smart bet. Like if we're going based off of what I just said with Christopher Bell's results at Vegas, and that's what you're going to come back with. That's spot on. So I'm, I will ride that true X pick with you as well, because I do think he'll be a contender. Should have won in Vegas didn't if this car runs like it's supposed to which we all know we could go into sunday and these guys get out of the car and say it's not what they thought it was going to be because they're still testing this thing i'm rolling with truex with you as well and one other thing i forgot to mention and i'm sorry about that with the christopher bell is bell was part of the tire testing at kansas yes so he kind of knows how the track's going to play how it's going to run you know because of that that's another factor why both you and I like look at that plug. Look, look, look at that little nugget right there. I like it. I like it. it um, so that's another reason why we both like him. Um, do you have anyone else that you're kind of looking to get involved? Um, I've guys, I normally don't do this. I've got three more. I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop Reddick at 16 to one. The man's been consistent all year and very competitive. Um, I, I got to keep riding them. He's been so close to being able to pull off a victory and it's coming. I, I don't know at what point you've got 16 drivers locked into the chase. You got 10 of them already locked in with wins. This could be the year that you see it turning into a points strategy and having more than 16. So I'm going to roll with him. Another guy that's way outside. He ended up finishing six at Las Vegas ran really well. But you've got Eric Almarola, who you know personally, I don't usually like betting Damn. on. Yep. 66 to one right now, ladies and gentlemen. 66 to one. So if you can drop him and he can pull off a victory at this track based off of how well he did at Vegas, then um I like him. But my last one that I told you guys I'd be consistent with, who has done nothing all year. So right now I don't look good with it, but sitting at one thousand to one mr harrison burton i i have no reason i told you guys i see him getting a win this year as a rookie and finding a way into the chase being penske slash wood brothers his dad's history his family history i feel at some point it's going to click for him if you grab him at a thousand to one and he does click this week you are paying your roi is set and done for the remainder of the season What's the song by Outcast? Bombs over Baghdad. Bombs over Baghdad. 
Uh, racks on racks on racks. racks, um, on racks. I like that play a lot. Um, you're right. The kid's been running great. Huge upstep in um, equipment because of that. He's going to get a win one of these races. We're going to be on board to. with it. Yeah. Yep. He's going to get a He's going to get a win. Um, I like him a lot. I think yeah. he could actually, he could actually get it done. Um, now let's go to these head to heads. You mentioned Almarello. He's racing against, he's matched up against Cedric here. What do you, uh, what do you think of him? Since I'm rolling with Almarola for the race win and it being more of an upset style win based off of what he did in Vegas, I would actually bet Cedric in the head to head because Cedric has been way more consistent. Okay. Your boy again, Almarello, a dog against Jones. I love um, that, actually. I Almarello that, sitting at plus 115 and Jones sitting at minus 150. That's really awkward for me to see that. So I'm absolutely on the Almarola over Jones. Next, uh, your mom's favorite racer, Christopher Bell against Kevin Harvick. This is one of those, if you if, if we've talked about before, I'm very confident in Bell this week. If you're going to bet Bell in the race, please bet Harvick in this head-to-head. That way you're covered on both sides. Or if you're betting Bell in the race, just don't just don't bet. Agree. You know I mean? like, so, Valid. Valid. so if you're betting, let, let's say hypothetically Bell's not on the card, you don't like Bell. If you were just betting this matchup, who would you go with? Bell. Uh, Briscoe, Eric Jones. Briscoe, slight favorite at minus 120. Jones, minus 110. Briscoe, I don't know why Jones is in all of these head-to-heads, but I like Neither Briscoe. do I. <laughs> um, we got Rossi Chastain um, against Byron, both minus 115. Brandon and I are both on Ross Chastain for the win here at plus 900. Let's assume that we're not betting Chastain. Who do you go with here? Um, I'm going with Chastain regardless solely because after what Logano did to Byron last week, I'm not touching Byron this week because if there is an issue or there is payback or anything like that, I feel it's going to come sooner than later. So my personal fade is Byron based off of the issue ahead with Logano last week. Um, And for those that don't know, can you clear up what happened? So coming to the white flag, Logano was clearly faster than Byron, clearly. Uh, Logano had an issue on a restart earlier in the race where it seemed as if Byron pushed him up into the wall, but Byron did get tight. Little scrub, nobody wrecked, everybody kept moving forward. Logano said he wasn't going to be, quote-unquote, bullied, but um, Logano flat-out wrecked him with two to go. Drove right into him, 10 miles an hour more going into the corner. It wasn't one of those things where Byron ultimately checked up more that Logano tried to say, no, you drove into that corner knowing you're going to hit him and make the corner. There's a big difference between a checkup and intentionally hitting somebody, making sure you can carry on. Um, flat out destroyed him. Um, Logano's been known to do this. He did it to Kenseth, and Kenseth paid him back at Martinsville. L- Logano, I'm just going to leave alone how I feel about him. He's but your I BFF. He's your BFF. Let's be he, honest. He's your BFF. My biggest thing, race the man. You're not even at the white flag yet, and you're clearly faster. Race him for the win. Now, if it was – don't get me wrong, guys. If it was the last corner coming to the checkered flag, you do you. But when you've got two laps to go coming to the white, you race the man. Grow up, Logano. Please, grow up. 
Put on your big boy pants. All right, I'm in my heels with that one. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Your boy against Hamlin. I'm taking my boy. Uh, your boy against Kyle Bush. Taking my boy again. I'm rolling. Uh, Danny against Kyle. Kyle. Uh, Ooh. Denny against Kyle Larson. Anytime I can find even money on Hamlin on a head to head, I would grab Hamlin. Uh, Harvick against Reddick. Reddick all day. Kyle Bush at plus 105 against Kyle Larson I'm minus take, 130. Yeah, I'm taking the plus money with a driver like that. Uh, Joey Logano against Blaney. You mentioned it before. And here's the thing like, I wanted to find props to fade Blaney because historically he has struggled at this at this track but you hit the nail on the head Byron could be looking for quote-unquote revenge yeah I don't want to I don't want to lose a bet because Byron took out Logano so in my eyes you have to take Logano here or you just have to pass and I'm not saying Byron's gonna sit there and door slam him I'm not saying but he's gonna turn it's right. a possibility but also, if he gets in his way on pit road, if he stumbles on a restart, oops, I missed the gear, just to cause Logano issues, I'm yeah. rolling with Blaney in that. Here it is. Logano against Byron. Logano, even money. Byron, minus 130. Same logic I said before. I mean, why even do it? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a question mark that could happen. So, for me, you got to avoid it. Um I'll let you pick this one. See, this is one of my bets. This is one of my bets. I'm going with Pitbull's driver, Danny Suarez, minus 125 over Wreck-It Ricky, just because, look, and I know, don't get me wrong, I know Stenhouse has been running great the last couple races, but when you look at his history at this track, only two top 20s and two did not finishes. Yes. And he ran what 21st, I believe, at uh Kansas. Just not just hasn't done well at this track. I'm gonna take Suarez. I know Suarez did not finish at um at Las Vegas, but I look for him to rebound here, even though the track is basically the same. I'll take Suarez over Stenhouse here. Martin Truex against Ross Chastain. I have both of them to win. So obviously, if you have both of them to win, you shouldn't be betting this. Who do you like here? I like Martin, to your point. Okay. He should have won the Vegas race. So I, I still like Martin. Chastain finished third. So this is one of those head-to-heads where it is a coin flip. I don't like getting near those. If you can't lean one way or another, don't touch it. But if you have to make this bet, I would lean Truex over Chastain for sure. Now, one head-to-head that um, is not on here that I'm going to lock in. It's on a different book. I'm going Chris Busher over Bubba Wallace. Look, Bubba, six top 20s, two, no, sorry. In his last six, two top 20s, two did not finishes. He just struggles at this track. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look to fade Bubba at this track. And I wanted to get your opinion on this. Um, my favorite driver, everyone knows Kurt Busch is my favorite driver. Um, and there's no more, for those that are wondering, there's only the group bets left on Bovada, and we don't do the group bets because yeah. there's no more value. Um, this is my question to you. My favorite driver, everyone knows, Kurt Busch, released a great video with in him on the with the Jumpman gear on. His drive, his car is going to be uh, the Jumpman gear and everything. But let's just look at his last five races, okay? 
Darlington crashed, finished 21st. Um, the one before that, we were, where were the one before that, we're at Dover, 20th. Talladega, 18th. Should have won. Should have won. Yeah. 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 Bristol, 20th, crashed. Before that, Martinsville, 16th. Before that, uh, Richmond, 18th. Before that, uh, he finished 12th, and I lost my page. Before, sorry. So before that, he he finished 12th at, at Texas. And then at Atlanta, he's finished 5th. He has not had a top 10 finish in, what, his last seven races. He seems yeah. to really be struggling. I think there's value if you can find a head-to-head fading my favorite driver, which I hate to say, but when it comes to making money, I'm all about making money. I think there's value in fading Kurt Busch. What say you? Absolutely. On the flip side, if you can find him at a strong value for a top 10, I almost – because it's just like any other other sport. At some point – He's got to break out of this and get a top 10. Like he's, you're not the type of equipment he's in and the experience he has. He's not going to consistently finish outside the top 10 for 10, 12 weeks. So he's done that for seven. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get, there's like positive regression coming, but I'm just looking at these prices. What would be your price point? It had to be like a nine or 10 to one or higher. Yeah, he's at plus one thirty-five. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point, and I completely agree with you. And don't get don't get me wrong. Like we've cash last year, we were able to cash plus tens. Sorry, ten, top ten, top twenty. We we're just lived on the joy. Top twenty-four to one. But I mean, like it's gotten to the point. I mean, you just look at these right here. I mean, look at it. Justin Haley four to one. Bubba, Bubba is plus two eighty-five. Stenhouse plus two thirty. You know, it's like but this, if this was if this was the range that Kurt was in. Oh, dude, I'd lock it in. But he, dude, he's all the way. Where is he? Plus one thirty five. There's no way we can bet that. See, Vegas is being so smart right now because they know with this new car, after having ten different winners in thirteen races, they know that every week for this season. I don't want to use the word toss up. But I can't there's, tell you guys. Last there's a lot. There's going to be a lot more, you know, variant. Not that variance. There's going to be a lot more yes. variance. A lot more winners. There's the years before where we'd see like Harvick at Phoenix plus two eighty five. Um, Larson last year. Larson would be like plus one fifty, plus two hundred, plus two fifty. Those days are gone. I think everyone's going to be plus like, like marketed like. Plus 550, you'll get like five, six guys, 10 to one or lower. You'll get 10 guys, 20, 10 to one to 20 to one. You'll get those fringe guys, you know, that if stuff breaks could win, like in the 30, 40 range. But th- these days of getting these astronomical NASCAR prices, unfortunately, I think are over. I think they are at least for this year. And that's why it's huge to capitalize on these odds of 66 to 1, 22 to 1. Or 100 to 1 with Burton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, I think it's key to try and cash in on those because this year is not the year of betting the favorite. 
Last year, if you wanted to be smart and drop a huge amount of units on Larson, you knew you were going to get that almost week in and week out. This year, completely out the window. Yeah, You try and hit the higher odds and keep rolling, which we've grabbed a couple this year. Not like we did last year yet. Yeah, a lot of racing. Well, we'll be it. We'll, we'll get some. We'll oh, get yeah. some. So, um, you know, I just want to give you a reminder that after tonight, you're going to have to drink a bush light on camera for next week based on our Bucks uh, Celtics bat. Just, the just, are not just, losing tonight. just, just a friendly seven, reminder, my friend. It's just going to reminder. Seven. Our boys aren't dropping an eight tonight. It's just, not happening. Just, just a friendly reminder. Just a friendly reminder. You know, I just, friendly. just want to remind you. Just, I just, friendly. I just wanted to remind you. I mean, I went, dude, I'm already prepared. I got a six pack of Bush Light in my, in my, in my refrigerator in case something freaky happens. I'm already prepped, dude. I'm already ready to go, man. So, um, you know, let's, uh, you know, let's let, let the, the big announcement is um, BTV, better than Vegas, approached me about uh, Brandon, myself, and Biho, Brian, doing a NASCAR show. We're set for our debut episode. Uh, we're going to record it after qualifying. It's going to play about an hour, hour and a half before the race. Um, you know, we'll go through our bets and hopefully we'll be able to construct a DFS lineup. So that's something a lot of you guys have asked. Brandon and I have talked about it. We just kind of feel that without knowing where people start, you can't really make a DFS lineup. So that's something we're going to add. So make sure everyone checks that out. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Why don't you tell everyone where to find you on social media and give your predictions for tonight? For the Bucks, uh, Bucks Celtics, and your prediction for Saturday night for your uh, Bruins and um, and um, and Canes, and also one more thing, uh, we all know Brandon, huge, huge, huge Boston fan. Him and Leo from BTV, they're gonna start yes. a Boston sports show, which is gonna be something cool. You know, Brandon used to run a. Uh, off the post Boston sports fan page account. He was able to get some um, pro hockey players to come on, talk about the sport. So they're going to be talking about everything sports related Boston. That's going to be starting starting soon. So make sure you check that out. Didn't mean to interrupt you, my friend. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? You're good. Uh, Boston boy, 83 Instagram, Twitch. Uh, the iRacing has been pushed to the side just a little bit, focus on some other things. We'll be back on shortly. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. My prediction tonight is Celtics by six. It'll be tight for a while. We'll open up a little bit tomorrow night. I don't. I'm gonna give a prediction, but please don't bet on it. I think after the momentum, Boston hasn't done crap in Carolina at all. But I'm hoping with a basically a rookie goaltender facing elimination last night and playing like he did, the physicality was so much more from Boston. It finally seemed like Carolina was rattled. If they can carry that into the first period and grab the first goal just to quiet that arena down, I think they can pull off a game seven. Um, but if you're a betting person, I think it is smart to lean towards the Canes. They're great at home. But the homer in me is hoping my boys can go to round two because I can't lose the Celtics tonight and I can't lose – the bees tomorrow man that'd be a rough weekend dude that, I might that would find be a the biggest weekend. building in jersey just to jump and see where it ends up and hopefully there's water underneath it but that can't happen to me guys 
It can't. Um, well, what I would say for you guys to do is I would bet the under six for sure in the Canes Bruins game. I think it's going to yes. be a low scoring affair. Yes. Low scoring affair. Uh, First period, I would bet at plus 340, no goal. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. And I would also bet the under one and a half goals. I think, to me, I this has a two-to-one overtime, somebody winning on it, or a three-to-one, you know, last-second goal at the end. You know, yeah. empty netters. I'm with you. So. I'm with you. I like but, the under. but I like the game. Game seven, best words in sports. Brandon, good. No, actually, not good luck to you tonight. Good luck there to you is. tomorrow. <laughs> there good it luck is. To you tomorrow. Good luck to you for Send tomorrow. Send me some pictures, dude, from the game tonight, please. Yeah. Very jealous. Guys, check me out. I'll, you know what? I'll be rocking. I don't know what I'm going to wear yet. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll rock the ETOF 2 1 sports shirt, or I'll be rocking a Bucks gear. I'll be right behind the Celtics back. Make sure you check me out. Brandon, thanks for coming on. I'll let you get back to that Jersey lifestyle that you're living. We'll talk soon, my friend. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Good luck. Cash in some tickets this week. I'd like to thank Brandon for coming on. Guys, please make sure you're following my boy Brandon. Guy knows his stuff. At BostonBoy83, Twitter, Instagram. Him and I are really looking forward to doing this live stream, diving into some more DFS stuff with you guys in terms of NASCAR. That's going to come out this Sunday, so make sure you watch that on BTV. That's it for today's podcast. But before we, I let you guys go, I just want to say something. I've been around the block for a while. I'm pretty good at this betting stuff. If you didn't think I was a good better, you wouldn't be listening to this. And I appreciate for each of you guys listening to this. But I'm going to say something. I have never collabed with another better. Why would I collab? Collab is basically you guys just two betters just agreeing on something. And I'm going to be honest. I like it when more people don't bet what I think just because it doesn't make it as obvious. I hate it when I make a bet and other people like it. That's number one. Number two, I have never, will never use the term lock. Anybody that uses the term lock, immediately, all street cred lost. All street cred in the effing world lost. I have never, in all my years of doing stuff, I have never used the term lock because there is no such thing as a lock. And this is something that gets me fired up. Fire the fuck up. Never use the term lock. Never have. Never will. Um... That's it for today's podcast. Sorry for my little rant. Let's cash some tickets. Let's make some money. We got NHL Game 7s. We have one NBA Game 7 on sun, on Sunday. Make sure you check me out. I'll be posting my plays as always. It's been a hell of a year. Let's stay. We, we are hot. Let's keep hot. Let's keep the money train rolling. Until next week, boys and girls.